you can be seated tonight. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord and uh, being in Wednesday night midweek service. We're not live streaming again tonight, um, so don't worry about if you have to get up and walk by. You ain't got a duck or anything. There's no camera going on tonight. And we'll, we're working on updating the live stream stuff so that we can have a, a better quality live stream without just someone's phone back there. They said like, when the music's bumping, said the phone is bouncing like that. And so it's like we're having an earthquake in here. So, uh, But, hey, we do what we got to do. Amen. God's good to us. Hey, don't let your heart be troubled. There's a lot of things going on in this world today that if you you're not careful it will uh, get a hold of you and uh, terrify you and worry you and stress you out give you anxiety and uh, it's you know the world we live in today uh, I can't tell you what will happen tomorrow but I can tell you that he will never leave you or forsake you and uh, we're going to learn even we, we, I know we say, I trust him, but we're going to learn how to trust our Savior and rest in his arms and, and under the shadow of his wing. We're going we're gonna to find out what it actually means for him to cover us. He, he told Jerusalem when he was just speaking over that city, he said, I would have gathered you as a hen gathers her brood. And, you know, we're going to see what it's like for him to put us under that, that security. Uh, we just got to trust it. We've got to trust the Lord. So uh, don't you be worried. I know that if you turn the news on, there ain't nothing good on the news. There ain't nothing good on social media anymore either. For a while there, at the beginning of the coronavirus, you know, it, it was very encouraging because everybody was praying, putting crosses in their yards. I mean, it was just everything was, everybody was posting scripture. I mean, it was just like, this is fantastic. There's a revival happening on Facebook. But now, uh, sadly, that revival has just about uh, disappeared. And now it's just more divisiveness and, and all kind of things. So we, you know, be careful. It's okay to take a break from social media. You don't have to stay plugged in. You can, yeah. you can, you can take a break from that stuff. Tonight, I want to uh, just, I, won't, I don't think I'll be very long tonight. But I have something just stuck to me today and I wanted to share tonight Uh, if you have your Bibles you want to turn there in Deuteronomy chapter 5 if there's one thing that uh, as the world is spinning out of control and you know you're going to turn the news on and hear a narrative here and a narrative there there's going to be a, a graph here and a graph there and, you know, predictions here, predictions there, opinions. Everybody's got that. It's just, you, you don't know what to people. I've seen it posted so many times. I don't know what to believe anymore because I, I don't know who's telling the truth or who's just trying to get their point across. But there's one thing you can count on is God's word because it is forever settled in heaven. And the scripture says that, that it is not of any private interpretation. It's not something that we can just twist and make our own narrative out of it. It means what it says, and it accomplishes what it's set out to accomplish. And if people would simply live by it instead of trying to change it, or if they would just live by it instead of trying to ignore it, uh, this world would be a much better place. In Deuteronomy 5 and verses 32 and 33 Moses was recounting what the Lord had spoke to him about uh, as Israel had sent Moses to the mountain they didn't want to go up before God they were afraid they said you just go let him tell you what's what the deal is we'll listen to you and part of what when Moses finishes up telling them this is what he says that the Lord uh, gives to them You shall observe to do, therefore, as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Direction is very important with God. Mm -hmm. The direction that we are headed in is very important to God. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. 
You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you, that ye may live. Man, that's a big statement. And that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which ye shall possess. John 14 and 15, Jesus simply said this, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I want to preach, teach maybe for just a few moments on this thought. Living between the lines. Living between the lines. You'll see what I'm talking about in a minute. Let's pray for the lesson. Lord, we love and thank you today. Thank you for your precious word. Lord, we esteem the words of your mouth more than our necessary food. We live by every word that comes out of your mouth. Thank you tonight, Lord. Let the word find good ground in our hearts that it bring forth much fruit. Change us for the better. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Now give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. What a great God he is and what a great word he has for us tonight. Praise the Lord. Living between the lines. Just reading this, these two portions of scripture this is two of very uh, many scriptures where the importance of God's word is uh, given to the people that it's not just something that you're going to listen to and uh, it'll be for entertainment value or it's so you can check it off that you read it on a chart every year but it will be something that will give you direction keep you going in the right way if there's one thing I don't want to do is get off the path I want to stay going in the right direction. If someone tells you, follow this path, and you'll get out of these dark and scary woods, but you think, I believe if I cut through here, I'll be all right. But when you cut through there, you, you wind up in a, in a pit or a ditch or falling off a cliff or a bear eats you. I mean, it's, you stay on the path. Don't go left. Don't go right. Go straight. And then he said, you're going to walk in all the ways. We don't get to decide which ways of God we like best and say, that's the way I'll walk. He said, you're going to walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you so you can live. Not just breathe, but live. Have a life. Prosper. Be blessed. Have a family. Have a job. Have income. If you want to live, if you want your life to be the best that it can be, then you better stay with God. When you stay with Him, your life will be blessed. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. God has told us time and time again that when you uh, do the things and follow my word, all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you. God's going to bless you. He says, also, so it can be well with you. You want to be able to say everything's well? Stick to his ways. And so you can also prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. And this is the world we live in. And so I know today that God's word is wrapped up, uh, or my life, rather, is wrapped up in the word of God. The, the secret of success for living in this life and being blessed and being okay, even when things are out of control like they are today, is to stay with God. This is not the time for us to walk away from the Word of God. This is not the time for us to decide, I, uh, I don't need to keep these commandments or I don't need to live by these principles. I don't need to follow God's ways because I've got other things I need to promote right now. I've got other things I need to get my fingers into right now. I've got other things I need to be involved in right now. We better stay on the straight and narrow. The straight and narrow way is the description for longer than you and I could remember of the Christian walk. Got to walk that straight and narrow. Well, it's not just a, a saying. It's what the Lord said. Strive to enter in at the straight gate. He said, for straight and narrow is the way. If it's narrow, it's got walls, it's got sides, it's got lines, it's, it's narrow. I can only fit 
in it. I can't go anywhere else. I can't go left or right. I've got to go straight. Now, that word straight doesn't mean like a straight, just a straight line, but it does indicate a narrow path that you don't want to get off of because this is the, the way that the Lord said, strive to enter in, strive to maintain it. Because there's many that get on that wide path, on that broad road that leads to destruction. Where they can go here and there and everywhere and it doesn't go anywhere but to destruction. Jesus told us that this was the way to look for. Strive to enter in at the straight gate, at the narrow. Well, if it's narrow, there's no room to turn to the right or to the left. We need to stay between the lines. His word and our steps are connected, always have been. Psalms 37 and 23 says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. We get a little more understanding of where that order comes from in Psalm 119 and 133. Order my steps in thy word. And then he says, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. He's, he's asking for God to give him the right path to walk so his life will not be destroyed by iniquity. And you can read that and research the, the problem with sin and, and iniquity in our lives, what it does to it. The wages of sin is death. He says, I don't want to walk in the path that leads to sin. So Lord, order my steps in your word and it will keep me off the path that iniquity cannot get to. When you live by the word, you can stay free from sin. If you live by thou shalt not steal, you won't be a thief. Hello? So a lot of times people say, I don't like the shall nots. I like the shall nots because they keep me out of jail and they keep me alive. Uh, Yeah, tell me what not to do so I can live right. I want to walk upright before him. I want to serve him in sincerity and truth. I want to live between the line. Psalm 119 and 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In the the one place in the New Testament, the writer said, If we abide in the light, there's no occasion of stumbling. If I don't want to fall flat on my face... I'm going to really narrow the chances down if I will just stay in his word because his word is always lighting my path so I can see what's there to trip me up. You know, in the natural, we fall all the time. I fail today. Yeah, I feel like an old man. I just fail. Coming back from checking the mail, walking, heard something, turned around, got tripped up on my own feet, fell flat on my back in the middle of the driveway. Threw mail everywhere. Django's looking at me like, are we playing? What are we doing? You know, just failed. Didn't hurt myself, thank goodness. But I got up and thought, what was that? I'm glad I live on 10 acres and nobody saw that. But if you don't want to fall or stumble in this walk with God, then stay with his word. Because you're going to start losing balance and start tripping as soon as you start Xing off words. As soon as you start saying, ah, this scripture don't mean nothing, this one don't mean nothing. Most people's Bible, if they got to edit it, would be about that thick. I got one verse I live by. You know, it can't be like that. And so the straight and narrow that Jesus asked us to strive for, friend, let me tell you, it is carved out, it is paved by, and it is lit by the Word of God. We need the word. You can't walk the straight and narrow. You cannot walk that straight. You can't get through that gate and walk that narrow way without the word of God. And so we're supposed to walk according to what uh, Moses said in all the ways which the Lord our God commands so we can live. Not to the right, not to the left. He said live between the lines. Stay in the boundaries. There are boundaries that the Word of God will set for you. They're like guardrails maybe or something that we encounter every day. If you get up in the morning or whatever time of day you get up and hop in your car and pull out of your driveway and get on that main road, you are turning on. There's a 
yellow center line, and then there's a white line on the edge. You know where you're supposed to stay? Between the lines. If you cross, you're getting in another lane. If you go off this way, you're off the road. Stay between the lines. If you want to live, your chances are much, much better if you stay between the lines. When people run off the road, they can wreck, flip, be killed, lose their life, tear up people's property, tear up their car, do all kind of damage. Stay between the lines. We, Brother Jason will tell you, a couple few years ago, a young man crossed the center line. Both of them lived, thank God. But it could have been a lot worse. But if that guy had stayed in his lane, they'd have just went right on by. It's nothing but paint on the road. And we think it's so easy to just cross it. And, you know, people say it's just words in a book. And it's just so easy to cross it. But let me tell you something. That yellow line might just be paint on the road to you, but it's got the law behind it. Yeah. You know, you, you cross that, 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 that yellow line, that yellow center line, you know what can happen? You can get pulled over. They want to find out how come you getting in another lane. You, you are failing to maintain your lane. You can get a ticket. You can get a fine. But worse than that, you could kill yourself. Or somebody else. It's just pain on the road, but there's something behind. They, they put it there for a reason. And, and there's been countless numbers of printings of this word. And people say, well, it's just black and red words on a white page. And, and I can just do what I want to do. But let me tell you, it's forever settled in heaven. Though In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word is God. Come on. This is Jesus Christ was the word made flesh that dwelt among us. You, you can't just say it's just words in a book. You're talking about him. The way of a transgressor is hard. Transgressing what? His ways, his word. And so just like those uh, lines, you know, you, you go across that center line and call somebody the wreck, you know who's at fault? You are because you got out of your lane. You've got to drive between the lines. You've got to live your life between the lines of this word. He said, don't go to the left and don't go to the right. The lines are not suggestions. They are to some, or at least it looks like it. I see people all the time, all over the place. That's very suspicious. If I see somebody going across the lines back and forth, what Brother Scotty would tell you, if he gets behind somebody and they're going from side to side over the lines, I got to wonder about them. Hey, if I see somebody going from side to side and crossing the lines here and there in the Word, I got to wonder about them. <laughs> Stay in the lane. Stay between the lines. Stay in the Word. He said, keep my ways. Keep my commandments. Don't go left. Don't go right. Stay right in my word. If uh, you want to avoid a crash, stay between the lines. If you want to avoid damage to a vehicle or property, stay between the lines. If you want to keep from getting a ticket, getting a fine, losing your privileges, if you want to avoid frustration or grief, stay between the lines. Don't you think that applies to this book right here? If you want to avoid damage, stay between the lines. If you don't want to, hey, you want to keep from getting a fine, a heavy fine, a steep fine, one that Jesus already died to pay for, stay between the lines. You want to lose privileges, stay between the lines. You don't want to lose them, stay between the lines, I mean. If you want to avoid grief and frustration and heartache and pain and stress and anxiety and fear, Stay between the lines. If you're going north, stay out of the southbound lane. Stay between the lines. Stay off the edge. Riding down the road, look over the edge. There's mailboxes, signs, potholes. Sometimes there's a place where it says no shoulder. You know what that means? If you go off the edge, there you go. Get too far off the edge, sometimes there's a big metal guardrail 
You don't want to hit it. Or either you want to snatch it back so hard that you go all the way off this side and you still wreck. Stay between the lines. If you want to avoid damage, stay between the lines. Your life is between the lines. Every time you get in that car and you're riding, the best chance you have of making it home is you stay in between the lines. The best chance you got of getting home is staying between the lines. This is not the time for us to get lazy and to sit back and to fold our hands and say, I'm, I'm going to make it home all right. I ain't got to do nothing else. This is not time to walk away from the Word. This is time for us to shake ourselves, wake ourselves, and stay between the lines. Stay in the Word of God. Jesus is still coming back. There's still uh, heaven to gain. But we're not going to hear Him say, well done, if we have not done well Friend, we have got to stay in the Word of God. We've got to stay in the line. Can't be going to the left and to the right. Oh, look what's over here. Look what's over there. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes in front of you. Hey, when you're driving, ain't nothing. You ever ride with somebody that's like this all day? Scares you to death? I'm looking at my peripheral vision. Now, how about you look out of your front vision? Or let me out. Our life is between the lines. Our, our life's not to the left. And it's not to the right. Our life is in doing and walking in His Word, in His ways, and in His commandments. Every day. And you know, so I, I started thinking about that. About that, that little painted line. How it's so easy to just cross it. And I thought, well, why do, why do people cross the line? And so I'm sure there's multiple reasons, but here's three. One, it's just plain and simple disobedience. Some people just, they're going down the road, nobody's coming, they just like to ride in the middle of the road. But you can't ride in the middle of the road because if, if you're riding down the middle of the road and the, the sheriff gets behind you, what do you do, Brother Scott? Hit them lights. Whoop! Let's talk. We'll find out why you, you because you know what's going to happen is you, if you stay straddled that center line, you're either going to cause somebody else to wreck or you're going to wreck or you're both going to wreck. You're supposed to stay between the lines. But sometimes people just say, hmm. you know, some people are just bad drivers. There's a bunch of them out there. I see them every time I get in the car. And they just don't care. Come on, you've had somebody uh, pass you on a double yellow line where there was a truck coming in front of you and just fly around you and almost cause you to really just don't care. Leave their lane, go into the other lane, come back in front of you, cause you to hit the brake. You know, just don't care. It don't, it don't apply to me. I drive like I want to drive. I drive as fast as I want to drive. I, I tailgate. I, I, I pass on the left. I pass on the right. Whatever I want to do, I, that's just me. I just it, The rules don't apply to me. I ain't been caught yet. I ain't got no tickets. Or either they just ain't got a license. They don't care. Jeremiah 6 and 16. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see. Ask for the old path. Where is the good way? Walk therein, and you'll find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Sometimes it's just plain and simple disobedience that people cross the line. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. Even if the Lord says this is the good way. No, we will not walk therein. In Titus 1 and 16, he said, There are people who profess that they know God, but in works they deny him being abominable and disobedient unto every good work they are reprobate they just not gonna live by God's word just not it infringes on my freedom I, I you know they, people think they say me Hagar I can't drive 55 I got to just drive crazy I'm gonna drive the well I'm gonna speed I'm gonna tailgate I'm do what this is my car I'll drive it like I want to it's my money, it's my gas, my insurance, whatever. I'm just going to drive the way I want to. First Peter 2 and 8, he was talking about the Lord being that 
cornerstone. He said, it's also a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. He said, their stumbling at the word is from simple disobedience. They just don't want to obey the word of God. Friend, I do not want to be rebellious to God. I do not want him to look at me and say, what a stiff-necked, hard-hearted, do-his-own-thing kind of person. Mm -mm. I want to live. Listen, he said, live by my word. He said, or keep my ways. You're going to live. It's going to be well with you. Why would you not stay with his word? Why would you even start looking? Remember Lot's wife? That's a scripture. Remember Lot's wife? Jesus said, remember Lot's wife? When I gave her the escape route, I said, don't think you got to do is keep moving forward. Don't look back. Well, it cost her. I don't want to be looking left or right. If he said that's the way to be safe, that's the way to be saved, that's the way I'm walking. If it's going to be better for me to stay in his word, I'm staying in his word. I'm not crossing the lines. And another reason that people cross the lines naturally and spiritually, they're drunk. Yeah, they're drunk. They're DUI. They're they're intoxicated uh, by the world. This is what Jesus said in Luke 21. Jesus was always about us paying attention. He said, in Luke 21, 33 and 34, he said, Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but my words shall not pass away. You're never going to get so old and mature that you can ignore my word. The world is never going to get to a point to where my word don't matter. There's never society and culture will never change and 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 just morph into a place to where my word is no longer relevant. Heaven and earth can just pass away, but my word will not pass away. And if I said walk straight and don't go to the left or right, I still mean walk straight, don't go left or right. He said, take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day comes upon you unaware. Whenever you are drunk naturally, if you've never been intoxicated, let me tell you, it dulls your senses. You are not aware of your surrounding. Your depth perception is off. Uh, you, your speech is slurred. It's different. You hear only what you want to hear. You say things you wouldn't normally say. You do things you wouldn't normally do. You are impaired. That's why when they see a driver back and forth across the road, they're thinking, okay, either something's bad wrong or he is probably intoxicated. He is drunk and he has, uh, you know, had more than his share. He does not need to be on the road. He's a danger to himself and to others. When people get uh, wrapped up in the cares of this life, it's like they become drunk because uh, Ephesians 5 and 18 says, don't be drunk with wine, that's excess. Anytime a person is intoxicated, they have had excess, had more than they can handle. Uh, as far as alcohol is concerned. And when people get drunk in this life, the cares of this life, they have just been consumed by what's going on in the world. They've let things take their mind over and take their heart over. And now they're wrapped up. Jesus said, listen, the word is the seed. And when it's sown, if it gets sown among thorns, uh, it'll be choked out because they're the thorns or the cares of this life. And it chokes it out of them. I don't want to get uh, drunk on the cares of this life. I don't want to be intoxicated with the things of this world where the only thing I can do is, oh, well, today it's politics and, and tomorrow it's the virus and then it's this and then it's that. And I, I don't want to get so wrapped up in the things of this world that I can't even see the Lord anymore. 
that I've taken my, the Bible says I need to run this race with patience, looking unto Jesus, but I can't even see him anymore because I have inebriated myself on the cares of this life. I've come, become consumed with what's going on in society, and, and now I'm crossing the lines. I'm, I'm leaving my lane because I think I need to be over here doing you know, when, you know, when you're, you're inebriated like that and drunk naturally, man, you'll do the stupidest things, and you think you can actually do them. That's the problem. You, you see these videos, these fail videos, and people are just, they're drunk, and they, they're trying to turn a flip off of a house into a swimming pool, and they hit the pavement. Well, they thought they, they really thought they could do it. And they found out the hard way that they couldn't. Or they try to run through a wall or something, and it, they hit it and knock themselves out, and they're laying there bleeding and knocked out and, you know, a concussion because they thought, I can do it. And when people get wrapped up in the things of this life, they just they see everybody else on the left doing this and on the right doing that, and they're just they're like, well, I can do that too. And then all of a sudden they realize, where am I? I have woke up in my car with it running and wondered, and somehow in my driveway, and wonder, how did I get here? Somebody else, who drove me home? Me asking my friends the next day, did you drive me home and leave me in my car? No, man, you took off. We couldn't even stop you. You just took off. Glad you made it home. Yeah, me too, because I don't even remember getting here. I don't know how I got here. And that's what people do. They look around and say, where am I at? How did I get here? You got out from between the lines. Because let me tell you, your life and my life is born again. Holy Ghost filled children of God is between the lines. It ain't over here and it ain't over there. It's straight and it's narrow. Reaching the world. Don't, don't, don't confuse trying to reach the world with joining the world. We cannot be yoked together with unbelievers. We have got to stay straight and narrow. Jesus said, many people get on that broad path. He said, few, there just be few there be that find that straight and narrow that can stay there. Stay in that straight and narrow. I don't know how it is out where you all might live, but out where we live, they've done something very annoying to the roads. Down the center line and on the white lines, they've put these divots Believe me, if you start getting on the line now, the most aggravating sound and feeling. It feels like it's tearing the shocks out of your car, and you're just mad instantly because you're like, these are brand new tires. But thank God, it lets you know you're too close to the edge, you're too close to the center. You learn because you don't want the ah. I'm glad that whenever we start drifting, the Holy Ghost will go, I ain't going to say it again. But I'm glad that you get that, what they used to call a unction, a little nudge, uh-uh-uh, a little bo- drifting a little bit to the right. Come on. Drifting. And you learn to, you know what? Well, let you know, it's, it's the feeling and it's the sound. I'm glad I can still hear the Holy Ghost when it says, uh-uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh-uh. I'm glad I can still hear. And let me tell you, that sound of the Holy Ghost, it ain't annoying. Keep me on the straight path. I don't want to turn to the right, and I don't want to turn to the left. I want to keep going down the straight and narrow. Let me tell you, friend, that's why you got to know this. You've got to know this word. Somebody taught you when you were learning to drive. Maybe you had driver's education. Maybe it was your parents, or maybe you just uh, learned it from watching. But you learned, hey, we drive between the lines. And that's, you learned that, and you realize this is what I must do. Well, you're either going to read it here, somebody's going to teach it to you, uh, but it, however, you still got to obey it. Whether you learned it by watching, reading it, 
being taught whatever you learned, I'm going to stay between the lines. Because it's a hard lesson when you get out of that lane. I think about that day, Brother Jason, when they called and said you'd been in that head-on collision. And I saw the pictures of your vehicle. If you've never seen it, it's just total destruction. Brother Jason or that boy, neither one should have lived. But the hand of God kept them. Let me tell you, you don't want to see how bad your life can get tore up. You've seen pictures probably of it. Maybe if you had not even seen that, you've seen pictures of head-on collisions. Somebody crossed the center line and, and, and just caught. You can't tell us a car just mangled and just demolished. And, and let me tell you, it ain't nothing compared to the way your life will look. You can't fix them cars when they've been hit like that. Well, I tell you, you'll get yourself into a place. Mm, you don't want to get somewhere where you can't get fixed. You don't want to get somewhere where you have destroyed everything that God's given you. Just stay between the lines. Don't turn left. Don't turn. Don't get off. Uh, don't get off the road. Don't cross the line. Stay between the line. Your life is between the lines. The scripture says in First Thessalonians five and seven, when he was talking about. The day of the Lord would come as a thief in the night. And he said, but they that are in the night. He said, you're not of the night, you're of the day. He said, those that are in the night, they be drunken in the night. Don't, don't, don't fall asleep. Don't get in that night mode. Don't, don't let this world darken you to where you become just, well, I'm in this place, I'm in this dark place, and nobody can see. It's always like that. What you doing Friday night? What you doing Saturday night? We're going to get drunk tonight. I, I, just, I can hear my friends and me saying stuff like that. I don't want to get so intoxicated with this world and things of this world that I fall asleep. I've, I get into a night season where I can't see the Word of God anymore. An excess of this world... That's what drunkenness is. It's excess. An excess of this world. You heard somebody gets drunk on power. They got too much power. It's an excess of power. An excess of this world, its troubles, an excess of news, of social media, of politics, of virus, of riots, of hate, of division. Listen, you start feeling like I got to pick a side. Well, you know, sides are on the left and on the But the church can just stay between the lines. Oh, I hear people, I've heard some people trying to want to bash the church. You need to pick a side. You need to get involved in this fight. I'll tell you what I need to do. I need to stay between the lines. Because when I stay between the lines, I'm staying right in the love of God. I learn how to love God first and love my neighbor as myself. I learn how to treat people. I learn how to uh, save people. Let me tell you. I don't want to pick a side because that's left side or right side. I want to keep going straight down the middle, showing the love of God, letting the light shine before all men. You know where your lights are, the headlights are on the car? They're on the front. They're going that way. I want my light shining as I move forward in the Lord. I want to keep between the lines. I want to stay in the lane so I can live and have peace. If you'll stay right here in the middle in the lanes stay between the lines you're going to have peace psalm 119 and 165 says the way to great peace is to love his law his word his ways and nothing shall offend them you don't get pulled left to right when you love the word of god because you're just going to stay between the lines you got nobody pulling you on this side or pulling you on that side. I ain't worried about which side of the aisle nobody's on. I'm going down the middle. Yeah, I'm going right down the middle. I'm going to stay right here between the lines. Now, a third reason that people will, and I'm getting, this is my last little page here, so it won't, won't be much longer. The third reason people will cross that line is they get distracted. Daydreaming. 
We've all been distracted. You know, don't, don't tell a story. We have all been a distracted driver. Yeah, something has happened that, you know, whether you were you jumped in the car and took off driving when you shouldn't have because you was upset or distressed, you was distracted. We've had people before that were very upset with, like, hey, don't drive nowhere. They, they call us. I'm just going to go. No, don't, don't get in a car. Don't get in a car. You're too upset. You know, they, they heard, they had a loved one, something was going on. They had to get to us. No, do not get in a car. You don't need to be driving. Get somebody to take you. You're distracted. We've all been distracted, not paying attention. Drop something when you're going down the road. And I'll say, whoa, whoa. Whew. And you're just you're embarrassed because you're like somebody's behind you and they're thinking, What's what's what are they doing? Are you, you know, looking at the radio, driving with your knee? I know I'm calling some of y'all out right now. Here's a big one, looking out the window at deer. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, all these wives going. That's my husband every time we go down a country road. I do that all the time. We're riding, I'm going, deer. She's like, where? I'm like, there. Texting. That's just breaking the law now. FaceTiming, going down the road, making videos, going down the road. If somebody else in the driver's passenger seat is filming, that's okay. But you need both hands on the wheel looking forward. Hey, everybody. What was that scream? <laughs> Distracted. But it, it can, and it can happen. Man, you can cross that line so fast. I, I've done it. Hey, I've done it. My wife's gotten on me before. But I've, I, you know, I think as pastor, I've got to answer my phone every time somebody does anything. As soon as it, if it's a text message, I'm, I'll, I'll go to pick my phone up, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, and then, you know, and I'm looking at the car that's coming this way, and he's over there on the white line thinking, you know. I, you know, I'm scaring him to death, and I'm like, oh, and I get mad at myself. I'm like, you stupid idiot, don't do that. Don't do that. You just wait till you stop. There's a stop sign about a mile up the road. Stop and look. You know, don't quit. And I'm just getting on myself. But people get distracted in their walk with God, too. And things that come into their life start distracting them, and all of a sudden they not paying attention to the lines anymore. And they wind up over here, wind up over there. But let me tell you, obedience to the word will keep you from distractions. When you hide the, David said, or the psalmist said, rather, I've hid his word in my heart so I might not sin against him. I, I, I've got that word in here and it keeps me on the straight path on the narrow way he keeps me going in the right direction I've hid that word in my heart how many times did Jesus say watch in other words pay attention because I'm coming back don't get distracted in the last days I'm coming back like a thief in the night. And nobody knows the day or the hour. What I say to you, I say unto all, watch. Watch. Be sober. Be vigilant. Watch. Keep your eyes on the road. Watch. No man putting his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. Distracted. Don't be mindful of the country from whence you came out. Because if you are, you have opportunity to go back. Distracted. Love not the world, neither love the things that are in the world. Distractions. Lay aside every weight and every sin that will so easily beset you or distract you. Don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Distractions. That's the truth. Separation still matters in this world. Don't get caught up or entangled with the cares of this life. Distracted. 
by all the noise that's going on in this world. And you can't hear that little warning from the Lord saying, hey, you're drifting, you're drifting, you're drifting. I'm going to close with this portion of Scripture here in Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 27. Honey, if you want to come to the music. I've, I've told you this before, and I know I've, I've said this to the young ministers before. The first seven chapters of Proverbs is probably some of the absolute greatest instruction in the Scripture. Absolutely. It's just, uh, it will make you examine yourself, examine your surroundings, examine your relationships, and it will cause you to stay in His Word or stay between the lines. Proverbs 4 and 20, he said, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. Sounds a lot like what he said in Deuteronomy, doesn't it? That the word in his life is tied up together. They are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth, perverse lips put far from thee. Now look, when you drive, you need to be looking straight ahead. Let your eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. How many times when you were first driving, 15 years old, riding with that parent, keep your eyes on the road. You try and see if any of your friends are out, and you want, you want them to see you driving. So you're look, keep your eyes straight ahead, straight forward. And I guarantee you when you're in that driver's test, and that little old mean DMV person was sitting there with that clipboard, and you was 10 and 2, you was locked in because you wanted to pass. You could be looking all over the place. Let your eyes look right on. Let your eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet. Think about what you're doing. Is this in God's Word? Is God's Word okay with this? Ponder the path of your feet. Am I still between the lines? Let all your ways be established. And then here it is again. Don't turn to the right hand or to the left. Stay between the lines. Your life is between the lines. Attend to my words, son. Incline to my sayings. Don't turn to the right and don't turn to the left and remove your foot from evil. We live by the word. We live, we have success. All of it is between the lines. We've got to stay between the lines. This last day, this world is fighting against the word of God. They don't want us to preach the Word of God. They won't want us to live the Word of God, proclaim the Word of God. If they had their way, there wouldn't be a Word of God. They feel like that would solve a lot of problems if we just didn't have a bunch of Bible-believing people in the world. And if they get their way, they'll probably try to take all these books away. That's why you need to make sure you get it in your heart. What if they came and took all our Bibles and we didn't have Bibles could you still remember that precious word of God? Come on now. Read it, meditate on it, get it in your heart. It'll keep you between the lines. Let's stand tonight and pray. We'll be dismissed with this prayer tonight. Precious Jesus, we thank you for the word of God, a light unto our path, a lamp under our feet. We thank you that we live by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. Lord, tonight let us examine our ways and God if we're drifting to the left or the right, let us straighten up, God, and stay between the lines. Lord, we want to be found pleasing unto you, and we want to hear you say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Lord, tonight help us to serve you as we ought to. Lord, in everything today, in Jesus' name, amen. If you want to come and pray for a moment, the altars are open. Like I said, we're not live streaming, so you're welcome to come down and pray tonight. Thank you for being in Bible study. God bless you tonight. Stay between the lines.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me, uh, I know Sunday is Father's Day, uh, so I don't know if that will affect who's here or not. I don't know if you can go see your dad, if that's possible. Praise God. Uh, I want you to do that. Uh, there will only be one service uh, at 12 o'clock like we've been doing, but the following Sunday, the last Sunday of this month, we will be back on regular schedule. We'll have 11 o'clock discipleship class and then 12 o'clock be our worship service so the last Sunday of this month we'll be back on regular schedule 11 o'clock and then 12 o'clock so uh, be glad to get back to all that and having our regular services so uh, remember that we'll make another announcement to let you know and hopefully we'll see you this Sunday God bless you tonight you're dismissed keep it between the lines